up, guys? This is Wolverine. That's Machine Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. If you're watching, True Hill Heat. Who better? Nobody. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom. SP3 back once again. Back on the Patreon. It's been too long. Patreon backers. No, this is not the Raw Report. You're going to get that tomorrow. I had to do a special review of one of my favorite shows of the entire WrestleMania week in Los Angeles, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor 2023, live in Los Angeles, Friday, March 31st, 2023. Yes, I, I really wanted to put this up on the uh, main channel because this was one of my favorite shows. You heard me talk about it a little bit over at... Um, on True Hill Heat 219, where Miss Chrissy Love and Ness, we talked about it the day after, kind of still recovering from everything that went down on this huge show. And boy, oh boy, was it a lot. There was a lot that went down, a lot to discuss from this show. One of the uh, better shows of the year right now on cagematch.com. It's rated at the um, number two spot behind... Um, behind AEW Revolution 2022, 2023. So it's one of the highest rated uh, shows of the year. I just had to check it, look it up, up on the website here. But yeah, it is very highly touted. I want to thank all of our Patreon backers, including our newest Patreon bastard, ba backer, excuse me, Justin Rich. Thank you for joining us, good brother. You saw Justin. He joined us on the uh, live watch along during WrestleMania weekend, joined us for Romeo mania the good brother he's he's a great guy he does a lot of contribution for those wrestling girls so check him out over there and check out his social media which has been blowing up uh this week after his uh response to roman reigns defeating <laughs> defeating uh cody rhodes on night two of wrestlemania 39 so check out his social media thank you to beep boop who just recently became a patreon backer we're growing this platform more and more like you guys already know that's been here for a while we give you consistent content and i appreciate each and every one of you that watch our content that we put up here because if it wasn't for y'all and y'all feedback i wouldn't know if i should continue making content or not you do have the prediction championship where i think someone someone you know someone you know won the prediction championship so yeah yeah that's how that works um but yes i am here to discuss Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor 2023. It was a show. It was a definitely a great show. Uh, so going to make this a quick one. Going to run through the card, give you my star ratings, give you my thoughts on the match matches. So let's get into it. They had the zero hour pre-show, which I'll go through these matches very quick and the notable stuff that happened on the zero hour pre-show. You had Jeff Cobb getting a victory over Tracy Williams on the zero hour pre-show. This was a pretty good, decent matchup. Cobb was very dominant in this one. Uh, this was just a, a step above a squash for Cobb. Um, and he basically shrugged off everything that Williams did getting the victory in 
uh, five, five, just over five minutes. I gave this one two and a half stars. Uh, after that, they made the big announcement, the big reveal that joining the commentary team for Ring of Honor was none other than Nigel McGuinness, former Ring of Honor world champion. I was very happy to see Nigel back, and I thought he was a great choice to add to their whole um you know, quartet, uh, their trio on the commentary team. You had Kanosuke Takeshna getting the victory over Willie Mack. This one was another one that wasn't too long. It just it went uh, just under 10 minutes. Kanosuke Takeshna getting the win with the running knee followed by uh, that that followed the blue thunder bomb this was a step up and these two guys really worked well together uh hardly a surprise that you know Takeshna gets the win here but i thought they played off each other very well matt continues to feel like someone who could be a thing if he's given a chance in uh ring of honor or aew getting the victory here so i gave this one three and a quarter stars so definitely a step up in what we were seeing on the zero hour pre-show you had willow nightingale getting the victory over miranda Alize. Miranda Alize is someone that I think that Ring of Honor or AEW definitely needs to bring in because she's a young talent that has a lot to contribute. This one was pretty good here. I gave it a two and three quarter stars. So a step up from the opener to the zero hour pre-show. And then finally, you had Stu Grayson getting the victory over Slim J. This one going just under seven minutes. I'm not sure they needed this matchup and Stu Grayson getting the win. I think it was more of a setup for what happened in the post-match where uh, Stu Grayson was celebrating with Evil Uno and out came Vincent and Dutch of the Righteous, so, you know, looking looking dapper and they were supposedly had a tryout with WWE, but I guess that didn't do well and now they're back here in Ring of Honor. I'm interested to see what they do with them. They got the taping coming up on Wednesday for In Long Island, so curious to see what they do with them then they started the the main show of the card and they started off with a bang a banger commander getting his shot at the triple a mega championship against elio del vikingo and vikingo went out and had another match of the year candidate this is the one of the best openers to a pay-per-view that i think i've ever seen this is just high flying at his best state of the art stuff commander just the way he walks the rope and does his high flying is so smooth so natural just so flawless vikingo i've seen him you know try stuff and not hit it well but in this match they hit everything well both him and commander like vikingo went for a rope walk into I guess a hurricane rata or his hip toss and commander reverses it into a sit out power bomb Benkingo did get the victory here after hitting a, a springboard 630 to the outside commander doesn't go through the table so it just hurts his ribs basically and then back in the ring he hits his uh 630 off the top rope to retain the triple a mega championship they gave this one 16 minutes 45 seconds this was an absolute banger it was just fantastic in every way possible um these two guys went out there and stole the damn show five stars
100% five stars. Uh, we had a six-man tag team championship matchup next. The Embassy defending against uh, what I call Lucha Foxheart of Matalik, AR Fox, and All Heart Blake Christian. This one was just high-flying versus your monsters, your big strength spots that uh, these guys do. It was great action throughout with this one. Uh, the Embassy did get the victory retaining, which was a surprise because we've heard that Brian Cage is supposed to be out, but apparently not. Okay, so next up, you had the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship up for grabs as Athena defended against uh, Yuka Sakazaki. This These two women have been feuding for quite some time on AEW Dark, Dark Elevation. Yuka Sakazaki is one of the best baby faces that they have in in all of wrestling when it comes to uh, female wrestlers and i loved athena's entrance with the porcelain dolls because she's been talking about it for a while this was kind of the heart determination the high flying of yuka sakazaki versus the aggressiveness the physicality of athena in the end athena got the win with the old face as yuka was looking for the magical girl splash athena pushed the referee into the ropes cat caught and catching uh yuka sakazaki with the old face for the victory here these two women got some time in this one going uh 11 and a half minutes i thought this was a really good belt i gave it three and a half stars really athena has been becoming like sh quickly one of the best women's champions in all of north america next was a one that a lot of people were invested in Mark Briscoe getting his shot at the Ring of Honor World Television Championship against Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe looking to you win this battle here and then move on to become a full year as Ring of Honor World Television Champion, the longest reigning Ring of Honor World Champion, trying to become the longest reigning Ring of Honor World Television Champion. He needs a little bit longer after he hits a year, but these two guys went out there and had a very physical battle, a very emotional battle. The crowd was definitely 100% behind Mark, but this seemed like the time to do it, to pull the trigger, Mark getting his big victory, but instead, Joe holds on. Joe applies the coquina clutch, and Mark Briscoe passes out. We see Mark's family in the front row crying and very depressed after this one. I don't know if this was the right choice, but definitely people are going to be more invested into Mark Briscoe's journey. Joe showing respect after the matchup. I think this feud needs to continue on. You either have Mark Briscoe get another shot and beat Samoa Joe finally for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship or you have them go for the world championship down the line, either or. Next, you had a match that wasn't planned for the card elite edition. It was Daniel Garcia of the Jericho Appreciation Society going one-on-one -on -one with the legend himself, Hiroshi Tadahashi, the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling. This was more of a grounded, uh, technical-based matchup. And, of course, the technical-based matchup, it favors both of these guys, basically, with Garcia really focusing on the knees of Tadahashi. Tadahashi turning it back on him. In the end, Tadahashi is the sling Blade for a two count, then he follows up with high fly flow for the victory. This one went 12 minutes for Garcia and Tanahashi. I gave this one three and a quarter stars. I thought this was a good match, but I never really bought that Tanahashi was in danger. As far as Mark Briscoe and Samoa Joe, I gave that one four stars. That was a really great matchup, but this one three and a quarter. 
Next was a matchup I was very much looking forward to. The Reach for the Sky ladder match for to decide the new Ring of Honor World Tag World Tag Team Champions. You had La Faction, Ingonables, the Lucha Bros, Kingdom, Top Flight, and Aussie Open. This one was absolute bonkers. You had action all over the place. Action, you know, people going through ladder bridges, people going through tables. The the part that everybody's going to remember from this one, it wasn't the blood of Taven and Bennett. It was more so the finishing sequence where Penta performs a Canadian destroyer off a ladder bridge on Dante Martin through a stack of tables. And unfortunately, Dante Martin breaks his foot or leg. It looked very nasty. One of the most serious injuries I think I've seen in a long time. Lucha Bros do come out victorious in this one. The injury really sucked the life out of this one, but still before that, the action was nuts. It was fast paced. It was all action. Everybody looked great. The Kingdom, LFI, Aussie Open especially, Lucha Bros, Stop Flight. Everybody looked great in their own way, showing what they brought to this tag team division. Lucha Bros getting the win makes a lot of sense. I gave this one four and a half stars i i don't know if i'll go back and watch it because of the injury at the end but definitely was emotional after the matchup with ftr and mark briscoe coming out to celebrate with penta and phoenix get an emotional moment with mark briscoe hugging uh bennett and taven the kingdom and the briscoes have a long storied rivalry in ring of honor but the lucha bros winning the titles makes a lot of sense they are a draw they are one of the best tag teams in the world and a brother tag team at that so them winning made a lot of sense next was a match i was looking forward to a lot at kasasuri shibata went one-on-one -on -one with wheel of yuta for the roh pure championship this one was brilliant brilliant stuff because Willie Yuta has established himself as this heel that uses the pure title rules to his advantage and has become this swarming heel that gets under the skin of the fans and Juju see Kasasori Shibata beat the absolute ever-loving crap out of him and no sell his offense despite Yuta coming out with John Moxley in the beginning Moxley went to the back and these two men just went at it Wheelie Yuta using the heel tactics to try to get the get the win, but in the end, it was Kashuri Shibata hitting the penalty kick, the PK for the one, two, three, and new Ring of Honor Pure Champion. This was the big surprise title change on this card. I gave this match three and three quarter stars. Really great work from these two guys. And then finally. We had the main event, Claudio Castanoli defending the Ring of Honor World Championship against Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, can he complete his journey and finally become a world champion? This might have been one of Eddie Kingston's best matches. I think this is probably his best match since the Jericho match at Revolution 2022. It was physical. It told the great story of Eddie Kingston showing that the skill level between him and Claudio Castanoli, despite Claudio's cockiness going into the matchup, the margin of the talent between these two men is very small. Eddie Kingston, his perseverance, his determination, his never-say-die attitude was on display here. Love, love the finishing sequence where Claudio hits the neutralizer, a move that he's put away many people of WWE and AEW, and he, Eddie kinks out at one. 
and he stumbles up. He does the staggering sell. Claudio catches him with a running uh, European uppercut, and Eddie kicks out once again at two. The one count got a huge pop. The two count got even a bigger pop. Claudio gets him up for the Ricola bomb, and Eddie is able to reverse it into a Huracan Rada and a cover. He gets two, and then Claudio reverses that into a Sunset Flip roll-up for the win. Claudio barely getting by Eddie Kingston here. This was a fantastic main event. Gave it four and a half stars. One of the best Ring of Honor main events that they put together in this new era. Right up there with the Briscoe's FTR matchup from Death Before Dishonor of this new era of Ring of Honor. After the matchup, the BCC, uh, Claudio and Wheeler Yuta, they surround Eddie. Look like they're going to jump him when Shibata comes out and has the back of Eddie having his back again against the BCC. After that, Eddie Kingston gets on the mic, cuts a, a fit profanity lace promo. He says, fuck shit, uh, I don't give a fuck. Uh, then he tells Claudio he will fucking beat him and he ain't going fucking anywhere. That's Eddie Kingston for you and we love him for it. Overall, I gave this show 8.5 out of 10. I thought it was one of the better Ring of Honor shows that they've put together from top to bottom. Multiple matches, over four stars. Uh, match of the night, I gotta go with the opener. Vikingo versus Commander, just a show stealer. Some of the best state or high-flying action that you will see in a wrestling match all year. Five stars for me in the first, first five-star matchup from Ring of Honor this year. Um, very close, Eddie and Claudio. I think Eddie and Claudio was the second best match, despite me reading the Reach for the Sky ladder match the same way. I might rate that a little bit lower when I put my star ratings out on Twitter because of the injury at the end, but this one, Eddie and Claudio was tremendous, and I think if Eddie won, I would have rated it even higher. Um, MVP for the show, I gotta go with actually Eddie Kingston because it made me feel like Eddie will become the Ring of Honor World Champion after this after this matchup here, and as well as the Lucha Bros and Shibata for becoming new champions on this show. So four way co MVP of Eddie, um, Lucha Bros, Penta, and Phoenix, and Shibata. LVP. Hmm. LVP, I gotta go with Lucha Foxheart. I gotta go with AR Fox, Matt Delique, and Blake Christian because I really thought they would win. But apparently, Brian Cage is staying with AEW. I mean, with AEW and Ring of Honor. That six man um, tag team title match, I don't think I gave a rating for. I gave that three stars, uh, three and a quarter. I think it was uh, quite fine, but nothing that blew my mind. And then, yeah, that is all. Let me know in the comments what you thought about ROE Supercard of Honor 2023. Thank you so much for being a Patreon backer. I will see you next time. Remember to like this, put a heart on it on Patreon. Show your support in the comments. Let me know what you thought of Supercard of Honor. Where does it rank out of all the shows that you saw during WrestleMania week? And what did you think about what did you think was the match of the night, MVP and LVP of the whole entire show? But it is me, it is me, your true heel phenom, SP3. This has been my ROE Supercard of Honor 2023 review. I am signing off until next time.